All right, episode 56. And you are here with just James for the next 20 minutes. No John today. Taking the day off. So what we will talk about today as our topic is where does fitness fall on your priority list? And we'll talk about three different levels in which we categorize priorities. Then we'll talk about where fitness falls on that list of three. And what are good excuses that you can make for pushing your workout off to the next day or even later that day? And what are bad excuses? What are you telling yourself to skip your workout today that you probably shouldn't be using? So before we get into that, wanted to do a little bit of housekeeping in regards to the scheduling and stuff. So for you guys that are booking your sessions and you are on the wait list, one, for starters, try to book your sessions as early as you possibly can. And then if there is a wait list, definitely put yourself on the wait list because it does seem like a lot of members end up canceling either the night before or the day of. And with our two hour cancellation policy, they're able to do so without penalty. So if you do see a wait list, I wouldn't, I wouldn't stray away from those sessions. I think it's totally fine to end up on the wait list of a session, and chances are if you're one of the first few on that wait list, you have a very good chance of getting in. So member shout out now. This is a good one. We just had awards night this past Saturday, and I wanna shout out everybody that was there because I think the combination of everybody made that night very special. Um, for me personally and for the staff, uh, especially I wanted to shout out Joe Serenis. He gave a little speech at the end that was just awesome. And he was 84 years old and he walks up there and he's laughing, having a good time, talking about how he's exercising now and how much he's accomplished uh, and how much more he's accomplished than he expected to in regards to what he does in the gym. And uh, he got a standing ovation after. So Joe absolutely crushed his speech. He did a great job and uh, he got a standing ovation because of it. And by the way, I will, I'll let you know for Joe, because I told him he should have included this in the speech, Joe makes homemade wine. And from what he told me, is that he just gives it away. So if anybody has a session with Joe, ask him about the homemade wine, because something tells me, if you were interested, he would just give you a bottle. Also, I definitely wanted to shout out Greg Wolk, because Greg, he's not a big talker, and he doesn't say a lot, but Greg has been training with me personally starting 11 and a half years ago. And he was my first one-on-one -on -one client that I ever had. So I, was, I happened to be the person that was giving away the award to Greg when he won. And it was a cool moment for me and hopefully for him too to, um, to have him come up, give him a hug, have him give a little speech despite being as soft-spoken as he usually is. And he gave, he gave a great talk, and um, I was really happy to, uh, to be able to give him an award that night. So it was a great night altogether. If you guys weren't there, make sure you come next year, because that was a blast. Uh, and in regards to the staff, I wanted to shout out everybody on staff, too, because they were hilarious when they were on the microphone. I think everybody had a good little speech planned for the awards that they were giving away. And big time shout out to Dave, because he did a fantastic job hosting. He was hilarious the whole time. And uh, double shout out because he was like super nervous. I was a little bit concerned that he was gonna go up there and just kind of choke. But you would have had no idea. He absolutely crushed it. He did an amazing job. When the lights are on, Rasco shows up. So great job, Dave. Uh, also to Sydney who planned almost this entire thing with Kyle. 
and they had all of these logistics all set up. They talked to the food company, they talked to the bartenders, had the tables delivered. She did the majority of the work to get this whole thing set up, and then she couldn't be there this Saturday. So um, I know the staff was upset about that. I'm sure Sydney was, and I know all the members were. But big time shout out to Sydney for everything that she did to make that night happen, despite not being able to be there for it. Underrated, overrated. I'm gonna do one of each because I think they go together. My overrated this week is jackets. Jackets, I think, are overrated. And now that we're getting into a colder time of the year, I don't know how much time the average person spends outside to really need a jacket. And then it does seem like a little bit more annoying to put on. The arms, like the jacket's a little bit stiffer, you gotta get the arms on, you gotta get the zipper together, you gotta zip it up. Like, is it really that necessary? Now, I say that to say this, my underrated are sweatshirts. <laughs> sweatshirts, so much easier to put on, so much more comfortable, and maybe you lose eight to 12% of the warmth of a good sweatshirt to a good jacket. Is it really worth it, is my question. Unless you're trying to make a, a cold weather fashion statement with a nice fancy jacket, I understand that. Maybe a more formal attire, a jacket is necessary. But for the most part, sweatshirts, way more efficient, probably just as warm in most cases, and so easy to put on. Well, why not just go with a sweatshirt? All right, on to today's topic. This was fun because I deal with I deal with this so consistently in our assessments in terms of people giving me so much information that it tells me how much of a priority this actually is for them in regards to fitness. And they'll give me some good information on the past and when they've been into it and when they haven't. And then what's a lot of fun to hear about sometimes are the life events that people experience that make them decide to make fitness a, is a priority at certain points in their life. So I wanted to go over what I think is just a good mental model of determining exactly where fitness falls on those three levels of importance. Where should it be on those three levels of importance and what is actually more important and what is not? Because the common denominator that I'm seeing in people that quote unquote fall off the bandwagon or people that don't work out as much as they want to is when you go over their daily schedules and you really dissect what they do on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis, there are a lot of things that these people do that say they want to get into the gym more often. They say they want to work out more often. They say they have these goals, but they allow a lot of small things that aren't necessarily as important as fitness get in the way. So first I'm gonna start with level one importance. And level one importance things are things that you cannot put off. These are things like spending time with family. These are things like emergencies. And these are things like work. So those are all, those are three big ones that I can think of. And I'm sure there are plenty of more that you guys can all think of. And this is definitely a little bit different per individual. But spending time with your family, that's imperative. You have to do that. And I think almost everybody would agree that I speak with in these assessments. A family emergency, definitely don't go to the gym if you have to rush your child to the hospital. 
said, hey, sorry, honey, uh, I'm not gonna be able to take you to the hospital because I have to get my workout in. That, it makes sense that you would skip your workout that day for something like that. And then work, you have a work schedule every day and you can't really deviate from that. So certain amount of hours per day, you will be at work and you will not be able to work out while you are working. And every once in a while, you may have to go to work a little bit earlier or stay a little bit later. So those are the three big ones that I could think of, where if someone doesn't make it to the gym and they shoot me a text, hey, sorry, couldn't make it today. Um, my, my child's basketball game ran a little bit long. Totally fine. Do not leave your child's basketball game to make it to the gym on time. Watch the basketball game. Emergencies, something happened and I have to leave the state. Definitely don't tell your family member that lives a few states away that is dealing with an emergency that you can't make it to go see them because you need to get your workouts in. And also, you probably shouldn't tell your boss that you, know, you, you can't work till 5 p.m. on a daily basis because you like to work out at 3.30. Those things are definitely more important than working out. So now let's move on to level two importance. And the three examples that I could think of that were that make the most sense to me, one is exercise. I think that deserves to be on this list from a level two importance standpoint. Sleep also qualifies. And spending time with friends. I think friends are a good level two and family is a good level one. Generally speaking, that could definitely change and you could have a different definition of know what exactly is family versus what are friends and maybe some friends you do consider family and they make it to that level one importance bracket but for the most part spending time with friends sleeping and exercise are probably level two importance things that are brought up consistently when we're doing these assessments and I, I think it's important to say that level one things being more important than level two you potentially have to sacrifice level two things every once in a while because of level one things. But probably not as much as you think. And now let's get into level three, because I think this is the category that we need to talk about the most. And level three important things are just doing your hobbies or hanging out. Netflix, social media, hanging out on the computer. Things that don't necessarily qualify as great family time. They're not an emergency. It's not work-related. You're not exercising, sleeping, or spending time with friends, at least not in person, depending on how much you're messaging them on Facebook. But the level three important things, if, if I ask the right questions to someone who's in here for the first day, I end up usually finding out that these people spend a little bit too much time in level three and think that they don't have time for level two. And when they tell me they don't have enough time to exercise, they will reference level one important things. They will say, I have a lot of time. I have to spend time with my family. Um, it seems like emergencies are always popping up. Oh, I have a crazy work schedule. And 100%, you cannot work out instead of doing those level one important things. But then when we come across the conversation of like, what, what do you like to do on your free time? And then you find out that the person has watched a Netflix series once a week, then I don't know if you now have a good excuse to not exercise anymore. 
If you replaced every minute that you were watching television with exercise, would you potentially be way closer to your fitness goals, if not already there? So I totally understand if you want to talk about the level one important things getting in the way of exercise, that does happen. But are you potentially giving it way too much credit? Do you think it's way more time consuming than it actually is? How many level three important things are you spending way too much time on in which those are interfering in level two important things like exercise, sleeping, and spending time with friends? And, we, and the biggest thing here is like we have some very busy members, very busy, doctors, people that work in the city, people that work 10 hours a day and commute 90 minutes to and from. We have some really, really busy people that work out here in this gym. We have doctors that come in that are sometimes on call, that they will come to the gym and they know they might have to leave any minute because if they get a phone call to leave, they are out. Most of our members that work in the city, they are in at 5 a.m. because that is their only opportunity. They will not be home until 7 p.m. After the workout, they're going to go shower, they're going to get dressed, they're going to go right to work. They get to work by 9 o'clock, and they work till 5, 5, 30, 6, and then they come home 90 minutes, and they're not home until 7 o'clock. We don't have a session after 6.30. So the only time that they can actually work out is 5 a.m. So that's what they do. They come at 5 a.m. We have moms that have three or four children, some of them not even in school yet, and they'll find a way to have a babysitter on two or three days per week so they can come in and work out for that hour. Then they rush back home, and then they go back to their daily lives. But those are three really big examples of some people who decided to not allow themselves to make excuses for not getting in their exercise because they do know how important it is. Will those people go to work late to exercise? No. Will they leave work early to exercise? No. Will they prioritize exercise over their family? No. If an emergency pops up at 4 a.m., will that person be in at 5 a.m.? No way. But you know what they're not going to do? They're not going to sleep till 6 a.m. and not exercise. They're not gonna watch television until midnight when they know they have to wake up at 4.30 a.m. or earlier to make their 5 a.m. session. It would be very easy for a mom of multiple children to just say, I can't make it, I'm too busy, family. But there are plenty of people that are finding a way and have tried hard to find the necessary support help out in watching their children so they can come make it to the gym. So hopefully this is helpful in just determining the different levels of importance of all of these things. And some of them, I don't want to use the word excuses, but when it comes to level three important things, how many of those things can you eliminate? I think that's step one. How many things can you eliminate in your daily and weekly schedule to make more time for exercise? And then when it comes to the level one important things, totally understandable. But are you just using those level one important things as an excuse to not exercise? And they're really not as time consuming as you think they are right now. All right, and that's all we got for today. 
Let us know if you guys have some feedback or let me know if you guys have any questions. And if you guys need any help in talking about how to prioritize, we do this with members all the time where they will come in and we will try to find ways to have them sacrifice a couple things here and there so they can come in and start making fitness a part of the routine. Because if it is that important, we will find a way to do it. Peace.